G'day, Welcome. Tommy. Yep. The uh, Daily Talk Show, Josh and Tommy. Yeah, what did we talk about on this app? We we did a, a good solid interview about your toe thumb. So yeah. you you if you know nothing about what a toe thumb is, mm-hmm. it's very interesting to somebody who doesn't have one. Yeah. And uh, we, we were also talking about uh, being late to things or cancelling plans. Mm. Got, a, um, got into a bit of technology discussion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, uh, we, we touched on... Uh, Exercise as well, and, and Strava, and oh. how uh, how I got a little um, doco made all about my exercise for the year. So that's coming yeah. up right it, now. It probably looks into more of Josh's ex- exercise habits. But to finish off, we had your mum on the show. <laughs> Very quickly, uh, wouldn't call her our first guest, but she's been mentioned every episode. We're at number three. <laughs> Enjoy it. Thank you. Check and us out. Subscribe. Yeah. And uh, what is what's our what's our URL? TheDailyTalkShow.com. And, and you can subscribe there. It is uh, Thursday, the um, the eighteenth. Okay, Tommy, Josh, have we started? Yeah, we've started the daily talk show. Tommy and Josh, Josh and Tommy, whichever yeah. way you want to deliver it, yeah. um, mate. I'm a fucking idiot. What have you done? Look behind you. Look down on the ground. That's your gear. Yeah. Like my lighting gear and all yeah, that. Yeah, so sort of I borrowed thing. a bunch of lighting gear. Yeah, what have you fucked? From Josh. See the box? I can't see that new light box. stand. So yeah. you bought that new light stand mm-hmm. in a box. Yeah. I, I got here and I went to take out everything from the car. <laughs> and I was uh, like, fuck, I left the light stand. No, I left it on the roof and drove here. It didn't come off. <laughs> Man. Isn't that the worst? So what was it? A kilometer? Maybe a bit more than a kilometer. Yeah. But I was lucky coming down the street that's only like 40 kilometer limit and I was creeping along. So I, I drove here with your light stand Just on. Just imagine what would have happened if it had hit someone or come <laughs> off. I didn't even... You know what I thought? I was like, I just would have been annoyed that I would have had to buy you a new one. Yeah. Would you have gotten embarrassed in that scenario? Like if you'd actually... If it had fallen off mm. and it stopped traffic or something, would you get really flustered? You would because you'd be like, what the yeah, fuck is that? And then you would have... To, for a moment. Yeah. I left my handbrake off in a petrol station once and I'd had a massive weekend. So I was feeling tired and just my head wasn't clear and my car rolled and there was construction works going on in the... Uh-huh. It was like a 7-Eleven um, petrol station. Anyway, my car rolled over this part that was going into the ground so it was like some... <laughs> One of those big holes. It, was, it wasn't a massive hole, but it was like a hole where obviously they pour petrol into uh, or something and it oh ran no. over a part and it bent it. And Uh-oh. the only thing I was scared about was... Was like a fire or some shit? No, yeah. pa- having to pay like <laughs> 20 grand for some fucking piece of metal. What that happens they'd... in that case? Is like some sort of insurance cover that? I reckon... Would that be uh, yeah, third it's party? Third party like property damage you'd think would cover... So if if I smash into a home, third yeah, party covers that. Third party does, uh, but not your car. Sorry yeah. about your yeah. That's okay. Your little Hyundai. Yeah, the um, I did something stupid this morning too. I was walking across Johnston Street, mm. didn't do it, didn't cross at the lights, and um, it was the cars were all banked back going towards uh, Hoddle, and. Uh, so I was walking across the road and then I looked uh, and walked out and the second bit. So I'm in the middle of the road. Mm. I've already gone past all these parked, uh, all these um, cars in traffic. Yeah. I've t- looked left, 
gone to walk across and what I didn't realize is the lanes change directions depending on the day. So there was actually a third lane going the other way and they held down the horn and like they had to like stop all of a sudden Shit. and nearly got, I was so close to being hit by the car. You're one of the most awkward people when it comes to crossing roads. Uh, you Man, I, I, I walk across, oh God, watch it. Yeah, because you've got no sense or care of your life. Whereas Mate, I have you ever had a car crash? Uh, oh, yeah, I reversed into a truck yeah, that was seen, parked. I've never had a car crash. Yeah, so once you, yeah, that's why you drive like a dickhead. <laughs> well, mm. history speaks for itself. I'm on a clean record. My wife's had a couple of crashes, and I've been driving longer than her. So, who's winning? Yeah, uh, yeah, <clears throat> I guess. I guess that's why. All right, yeah. that's enough rambling. I want to get into something. I want to try and keep it. I reckon we could probably take this all the way to the end of the half hour. Okay. What are we in now? How many We're, minutes? Uh, three and a half minutes. Three minutes. Four minutes. Okay. Let's talk about toe thumb. <laughs> can we just talk? <laughs> yeah. Can we just. Can I? Can I just get you to start? Because people might know what not might not know what toe thumb or a toe thumb is. Yeah. Can you just start from like. The birth of toe thumb when you first came into realizing and what it is. Uh, so a toe thumb is uh, uh, also known as a clubbed thumb or murderous thumb. Murderous thumb, if you look on the Wikipedia page, and it's essentially. Uh, and I've got one. My dad's got one. I guess it's being passed down genetically, but it's a a very wide thumb. It's uh, it looks like a toe. And it uh, sort of it starts off like any skinny thumb, don't you think? It's almost mm. like if you think of people who have different body shapes, it's like a pear shaped thumb. Mm. Maybe. I mean, it's it's descriptive when you just say plonk your big toe on your thumb, and that's <laughs> that's literally your yeah, what I've got. And uh, no, so I don't remember thinking about it much as a kid, but it wasn't until I had a technology blog where I was taking a lot of photos of gear, like phones, and I'd be holding them. Yeah. And it would just, the comments that I would get from people, uh, I just got a text, by the way, Billy's Pizza Joint has a special one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's why I got the Apple Watch, to get shit like that. Anyway, I... Um, good plug for Billy's Pizza. Yeah, good good plug. Don't know how they got my details. Uh, but I... Um, so you're taking photos. And yeah, I yeah. take photos. And so I was, would get a little bit self-conscious. So I'd get other people to hold the phone. No, hang on. You said comments. What What were the comments? Oh, comments were like, oh, look at that thumb. No, like just talking about the thumb in general. Like, oh, lol, look at that. Like, and it was, it, and actually it wasn't about being self-conscious. It was more distracting for the actual content. Because here <laughs> I have put, put together a really nice review of the Fitbit and all people can talk about is my thumb so uh yeah i'd sort of um taken a bit offline hadn't really done anything with it and then i um I, yeah i just had the realization uh in december of 2017 i'm like you know what toe thumb's his own personality <laughs> and we need to celebrate toe thumb i want and so and so i will first it, it actually probably came about because i got the domain name toe <laughs> And then, so I tried to get toe thumb on Instagram. That wasn't available. So I settled with underscore toe thumb. And uh, it's just a great way to make, uh, to actually post um, content that I just never would, it would normally never hit my Instagram. Okay. So <clears throat> I want to take you back a bit. Mm-hmm. My first encounter with toe thumb was high school year 10. A girl 
Should I say a name? I won't say a second name. It was, it was Lana was her name. Yeah. And Lana had a toe thumb. Mm-hmm. And I would look at it a lot. Yeah. And I never mentioned it. because, But I was just amazed by it. Yeah. And the look of it. Because like, can we put a photo of your thumb and my thumb? Yeah, we'll, yeah we'll put it on our uh, the daily talk show yeah. Instagram. But if, like, but the, yeah, looking at it, the it's difference very, between them. It's yeah, it is very different. Isn't Yours it? is a lot bigger. Like it looks like it's from a big, big person's hand. Yeah, it's sort of yeah. It, there's there's some, there feels like there's some sort of condition. But my other fingers are fairly normal too. Perfectly normal. Um, um, so, so it's just that thumb. So Lana had one, and I'd look at it, and that was where I was first introdu- introduced to it. And I don't think I have any other friends. I'm not friends with her now. You're my only friend with a toe thumb. And when we first started hanging out more, I noticed your toe thumb, but I never said anything. Mm-hmm. But you started talking more about toe thumb before your Instagram account yeah, buying sure. the domain. Mm. You started joking about it and that opened the door for me to joke about it. I was yeah. like, well, fuck, <laughs> this is a chance where I can I can bring it up yeah, and joke about it because you're joking yeah. about it. I mean, I did really, it's uh, in regards to... Um, genetic like issues or whatever this toe thumb is like i'm really like i'm really happy with with it yeah i'm happy with that being the thing that i get okay (laughs) there's so many other things that are unfortunate that people do get um and look if it's contained to my thumb yeah are you honestly not self-conscious about it? No, not anymore. I like it really. Um, and I don't want you to be. If that's yeah, the case, no, that's it, doesn't, I'm not it doesn't. It. it doesn't bother me at all anymore. It just feels, um, you know, what would probably I'd be more self-conscious of not having like clean nails mm. than the actual thumb itself. You got pretty manicured hands, mate. Like well, not manicured, but they're like perfect. You got the white bits at the end, like the the bit where there's. And I like hardly ever use clippers. This is that not, gross? Not, I was wondering about that. The like, there's a few things that because I'm a pretty clean guy. Mm. Do you, would you count? You see, you're clean. Yeah. Like, you, how often do you shower? Every day. I do it twice a day sometimes. Yeah. Wait, have a kid. You're not fucking doing twice a day anymore. Okay. Sure. Well, I had a kid, and it's uh, on your <laughs> YouTube channel. It's called Toe Thumb. They're on both. Yeah. <laughs> I looked after both. What about your missus? Did she bring it up? Uh no. Nah. No, it's never, it's not really a conversation. The only time it's a conversation now is she'll say, this, are you going to do a post with toe thumb here? Like, okay. oh, this is a great opportunity. Oh, we're at, we're outside Gloria James. So she <laughs> now, she's this. now toe thumb's social media yeah, manager? Loves it. Well, it's just like, you just don't have to you just be real strong on the banter. It's got like no expectations. Yeah. And the other funny thing is when I was searching for a name I discovered all of these and looked through the toe thumb hashtag they're all these like around the world with with um, a toe thumb like there's all these accounts adventures of clubbed thumb all of these accounts of people who are especially like that's their travel Instagram for their friends where it's just them and their toe thumb and you can see that it's it seems like it's a harmless enough thing to have wrong with you (laughs) that it's it creates good banter. It's nothing. It's not sort of anything serious. If you're somebody that's out in the wild and they see somebody with a toe thumb, is it okay to talk about the toe thumb? Is it okay to point out? Go, oh, what's that? Oh yeah, no, I don't think you say what's that. I think you like celebrate it. It's like oh, you got a you got a toe thumb. That's awesome. Um, 
But what if you don't know? It's like I'm talking about someone who's got no knowledge of what a toe thumb is. They haven't listened to our podcast, and they just go, "Hey, mate, what's with your thumb? Oh, okay, they Have you had that? What's with yeah, your yeah, thumb? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, what's with your thumb? I'd be like, "Oh, yeah, I've got a toe thumb." Is it is it rude to say what's with your thumb? Nah. It's no, no. I think I think it's um, I think it's the equivalent of if someone's maybe it seems less rude than me saying, "Hey, what's with that mole on your face?" Mm. Because you know it's a mole. Okay. Where it's like the thumb, if you've never seen one before, it's like, oh, your thumb looks different. Okay. What's, yeah. If you said that, like, oh, your thumb looks different. I, I, um, I'm never close enough to people in any public setting where that's ever happened because I just sort of avoid it. But um, Celebrities with toe thumbs. Uh, Megan you know, Fox. I don't, sorry. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. Megan Fox. How do you say it? Megan Fox. Anyone else? Uh, D-Rock. Oh yeah, Gary, Gary V's Gary V's uh, video guy. Video guy has it. They're the main ones. I did a Google search. Do you have you ever done that? I remember when I got a herniated disc, like a, back problems, and I um, googled celebrities with back problems <laughs> to make me feel better. So the thing that I get is cold sores. Ah, uh, so what are who are some celebrities with cold sores? Um, D Gray, Jules Lund. But he's a he's a friend of mine, so I always felt better knowing that the guy who is on but television he's, he's for been, a living. Yeah, I know. But he's been at a pretty grotty background, I'm guessing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Gold tells you you're born with them. <laughs> or you catch them, but That's, I was born with it. This is the equivalent of someone with red hair saying that they're strawberry blonde. You've like No, I, mate, I had fucking face herpes, all right? And well, so that means that your mum had herpes and that's how No, you I don't it. no, you don't have to. It can be dormant. It lives in the spine. How fucking weird is that? The virus lives within your spine or spine it's region. up, isn't it? And as a kid, my brother, my middle brother and I, we got them so bad. And dude, I felt Gross. like I was the Grinch. Like you think everybody's looking at your lip. Yeah. And I was so self-conscious about it. And I'm, I had one last week, first time in like three years. Yeah. So run down, just sick. Do you and, feel it coming on? Oh, yeah. They're the most uncomfortable Do you get them on thing. your nostrils or anything? Yeah, really bad when I was young. I had <sighs> one like on my lip. I used to get them a lot when I was young. I had a period of five years where I didn't get one. And I don't... Hydration. What do we think that... What causes it? Run down. I yeah. was sick. I was tired. I'd been working my ass off. Yeah. And, I, and I got a cold, which then led to it. And, and you know, actually think I ate a shitload of Nutella. And nuts. There's something in nuts. And there's something in egg yolks. Uh-huh. That feed a cold sore. It sounds horrible, but it's like it actually gives it life. Fat and is it a high fat? Because nuts, could be sugar, but the, the no, nuts and yolks. The, the thing they have in common is fat. The, no, there's an actual. It might be a. It's not a chemical, like but a there's molecule something or some shit. A molecule within some certain. I foods. mean, I talked as if I knew what a molecule was. I have but no, idea, no idea, but idea there is something that feeds them. And anyway, <laughs> that's my only thing that I've been self-conscious about i remember i used to um get eaten alive by mosquitoes like really bad as a kid and i would scratch them i've got so many like if you look at my leg they're actually like speckle like slightly speckly from just scars yeah, but there's so many kids. of it there's so many like if you have a look uh, i mean you won't be able to see because i've still got like um peeling from my sunburn but, you're a mess um, mate yeah but uh, mum used to get so upset about it she'd say you're going to get school sores. I don't even know what that is. But um, yeah, she'd be like, school. you're going to be the scab kid. Do you want to be the scab kid? <laughs> Stop scratching your mosquito bites. 
I remember I was um be afraid of yeah, fucking stop you. And mum was great at that. But the the one um the one time I went fishing, I got done by um sand flies. Like something oh, shot no, like worse. real bad. They actually hurt. Like and they just like all in my late like there wasn't a, a spare part of my body that wasn't just like yeah, all right, I'm wrapping up toe thumb. How many minutes did we get out of your toe thumb? Uh, Fifteen. That's not bad. Yeah, good toe thumb. Or and just general sort of body issues. I get heat rashes. That's fun. We yeah, can... I've seen that. But if you want to check out toe thumb, head yeah, to underscore toe thumb on ins- Instagram. Yeah, or the Daily Talk Show dot com, and it'll be in the show notes of episode three. Yeah, it's episode three. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> let's have a bit of a retrospective in the last two episodes. What's what are you enjoying and what aren't you liking so far? It's, it reminds me of doing radio five days a week, but it was longer. It was like three hours a day. Mm-hmm. I was getting paid and I was talking with somebody who wasn't necessarily my friend. Yeah. I became friends with them to a degree, but not the friendship we have, right? Yeah. And so I remember the, the anxiety. Anxiety is probably a bit strong, but just the sense that you needed to rock up to have something to talk about. And that's why I love this because we can fucking talk about whatever. Yeah. And Isn't it can funny jump though that looking at what stresses us previously and we look back and like, that's a fucking joke. Mm. Like the idea that we can get ourselves all sort of riled up about the idea of coming up with an idea for a regional radio show. Like it's, mm. it's funny how we do it. It's not until we look back that we can be like, man... If that was my stress now, like, don't you think? Or yeah. do you think it was fucking stressful? Do you, would you still find it stressful today? You know what's stressful is having to do it for three minutes, like at one talk break. And that's why I didn't like, and I still don't really like the format of radio. Because yeah. you can't really have a discussion in three minutes. Yeah. You can get across one side of a point and someone can mm-hmm. say, I don't agree with that. Yeah. But you're not going into why or what it is. But entertainment-wise, there was enough time and it was good to craft a story or share a piece of information in that short time. And so, but it was very calculated yeah. and stressful in that sense. Mm-hmm. And then you had people, you know, you tr- people around would you, you telling people you calling in and stuff. Like how yeah. many calls would you get in? Um, how many calls a day? Well, we would do, say there was like four solid breaks an hour. So mm-hmm. it could be in half an hour, a talk break. And then there's like phone calls after that talk break and then another talk break, some ads, and then talking about what's coming up the half an hour. So there's like, it's not a great deal of talking across the whole thing, but Uh you still, so there'd be maybe two lots of calls per hour. Mm -hmm. So you could get four calls an hour (laughs) if you're lucky and living in regional radio, regional radio land. It's like regional radio. It's fascinating. Like having been in Western Australia recently on holidays and seeing all these little country towns and saying, oh, it's John and Paul for your breakfast. Like, it's crazy. But I think it it's local and there are things, there is reasons why it's great. Yeah. Because you have to deliver local information mm-hmm. as part of your quota of content for the day. So we were told you need to talk about local topics at least uh, twice an hour. Yeah. Did you... um? have any local deals with any businesses where it's like the f- local fish and chip shop would give you free food if you mention them on Mate, air? they were so strict on getting contra really? because they wanted dollars uh, for the people to talk about it. But we became best friends with the people that owned a cafe, mm-hmm. lemon tree. So when it was organic, 
you'd talk about it. And sure. they would give us free stuff, but we were actually good friends. Uh-huh. And there was, where else? Oh, the, there was the GV Hotel, the mm-hmm. Golden Valley Hotel in Shep. Um, I became really good friends with the manager. Yeah. And she would give us drinks, but we'd hang out. like. Yeah. So there, we got around it and we got our freebies. Well, because Nando's had the black card that Jules had. That Can you I talk took, about that? You're not allowed you to. You're not meant to talk about that. Oh, really? It's just like a secret thing. He's got to fucking present it though when he goes to the... Yeah, to it the wasn't thing. black. There's, there is... I don't know even if... Ed Sheeran has one. Yeah, free we'll cancel that. Actually, I don't know if Jules had one. You gotta be, you gotta be a celebrity to have it. Free food. Yeah, free Nando's. I mean, that's that's contra, isn't it? What's the best thing, contra thing you've ever got? What's the best exchange that you've ever gotten for doing work rather mm. than cash? Oh, free stuff. I'll lead because I remember yeah. my Sonos system when Did before you? Sonos was. Um, a, you know, in JB and all. Actually, they were. I think they were starting to go into JB at this point, but before they were mainstream, like as much as they are now. Um, I did some work for them, uh, the Australian Sonos and uh, some video stuff, and I said rather than paying me, just um, let's do a contra thing. So I got like four Sonos speakers, like Play mm-hmm. Fives or whatever, and so I've got them but all throughout you my made apartment. Them, you yeah, made so them. that's the, the, it's the idea is that you're like fucking. There's a contra is some sort of transaction yeah. where it's like you're giving someone, you know, bits on air, you know, mentioning them on air, and oh yeah, hang you on. A, a one of my back. clients at the moment, Sleep Republic. Oh yeah, you've got one of their king best. size mattress. They're like the mattress in a box delivered to your door. It's like rolled up, compressed. Mm. So I did a bunch of work for them. So I mean, I don't the the thing with that stuff. Is it feels like you're still working for it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's um. It's and normally f- it's it's never outweighed. Like it's never. It's normally meant to be fairly equal, right? Yeah, I gave them a product that was worth the same as their product. Yeah, in exchange, I think freebies. I, f- I love a good freebie. Yeah, I'm trying to think of you know actually this was cool. My cousin worked uh, in the sales team for w, uh, Double TFM back in. Um, Sort of been like ninety, like mid uh, late nineties, and um, they had a uh, uh, a promotion. I think it was with Feeler, mm. and it was um, at the what's it called? It's not. It's before Oz Open. It's at like the Grass Courts. What are they called? Kuyong. Uh, uh, Kuyong. Yes, that's Kuyong been on Classic. So um, basically, for whatever reason, they screwed up the uh, competition. And they didn't have any of the like. It was like this kid opportunity for kids to be trained with like um, top tennis players. Mm. Um, I'm trying to remember the name, real famous Australian. Todd. No. Todd Woodbridge. No. He's, no. he's doing the rounds. Can't, can't remember who it was now. Nah, it's like it was like Thereafter. an old coach. Mark nah, Philippusis. Nah, keep going. You wouldn't this know anyway. You've yeah, I would. No know. idea with sport. No, uh, uh, Hang on, let's let's no, come back to uh, it. We'll come back to it, but I'll, I'll give mum a buzz and we'll find out. No, fuck that. Uh, I'm bored of your story. Okay. But any- <laughs> it's true. But anyway, I um, no, basically it was you talk for ten seconds while we get mum. You're not phone. calling your mum, huh? I am calling you, mum. You're not calling your mum, huh? Oh, your mum's calling. Yeah, oh, I'm no. calling mum. We'll give it. I've never met um, your mum. You've spoken to it. Yeah, she likes my Facebook. Hello, Mrs. Jansen. We're just doing a Tommy and I doing the podcast. I'm trying to remember who were the she tennis players that um, 
uh, was tra- training me when I was a kid at that Fiela camp thing that was double... T- um, Tony Roshan at Yvonne Gulligong. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. Thank you. Have a good one. Okay. Catch up. Bye. See you, Lynn. Um, so there you go. Tony Roach. Tony Roach and Yvonne Gulligong. I did a little project whatever. at school about Yvonne Gulligong. Yeah, well, she trained me in tennis and look at me now. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, got the, the best part about it was like got feeler shoes, feeler tops, feeler hat, like fully... Like kitted out. It was out. free. It was, it was free. Your mum didn't pay to do nah, the camp. It was because it was a thing where it was like it was meant to be something that people could win. Yeah. But tactics had fucked up, mm. so they're like, we just need kids to be there, so we don't look like fuckheads in front of the client. So it was all filled with like sales, yeah, people's yeah, friends, yeah, yeah. and shit like that. Classic radio. Can't feel it. Yeah. Get get your mates, mates in there. Yeah. I remember at Doveton Pools, uh, pretending they would do the like taste the difference between Pepsi and Coca Cola. Yeah. Uh, I've mentioned Coca Cola in the last two apps, and I say Coca Cola, which I never ever say. Anyway, Coke and Pepsi. Yeah. And they um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you would get um lifesavers after you do the test. So I was trying to work out as a kid how many different looks I could have so I could keep going up and doing the testing game on lightsabers. So I went up with my glasses and a top on. Then I went without my glasses with the top on. Then I went without my top on. <laughs> All you, for lightsabers. I'm glad that you're um, reinforcing my weirdness comments about Mate, you. And- weird. I mean, I was a kid. What Like, uh, have you... Have Before ever- we go off on any other tangents, because okay. we did speak about this, it's mm-hmm. like, do we come with something? And I think I've liked it because we had to be so planned with radio yeah. and we can do what the fuck we want here. Uh-huh. Uh, is there something you were thinking about? Because I thought about Toe Thumb for today. Is there something you've Things been thinking I could about? Things I talk about. Oh, I've been thinking about time a lot. Yeah. And this year, I, it was probably uh, late last month, I sort of had this realisation of, Actually, I read an article, New York Times, about people piking, people cancelling plans and how easy it is and how much we love doing it. And I've been one to cancel plans purely out of like you book something far enough in advance and most of the time I'll do it. But I went through a bit of a stage of like, I don't really give a fuck. I'm just going to cancel because I don't really want to do this anymore. Whereas this month I've started being very specific about my calendar which means if i book it in i'm going and i'm doing it if i don't want to do it i say no now otherwise i book it in Mm. and i follow through well you kind of feel shit and i think the people who are the cancelers probably live in a world where they are feeling Mm. not great about cancelling all the time yeah well they've got to be a bit there's got to be some sort of anxiety built into it but i think um it made me think about families and how there's the the always late family and the family that was always on time. My guess is that you come from a family that was always on time. Correct. And did you pro- was it a thing that you would talk about as a family? My dad is pretty no, we'd never talked about it, but my dad is he's very on time with everything. Mm-hmm. And I I I am too. I don't like letting people down in that respect. Uh-huh. And so, you know me, I'm yeah. On time, I just hate the fucking you, this the YouTubers who are filming them being late to all their fucking flights. Casey no, Neistat, that's what you, yeah, talk, well, who you're talking that about. That was, yeah, just the last step. But fuck, all of the, like, how many, they're all like shocked, like, miss my flight. Yeah. It's like, oh, we still had 10 minutes before they, mate. Maybe it's a part of the story. There's, there's a little bit of that, but there's also, I think it's also, we come from Australia where basically everywhere we go, 
out you know we have to be there three hours before mm. whereas people from europe or the us they're just like maybe they they look at international flying in a different way where it's like if you're if you're in europe and you're only like a, a, a short, like you know, like a few hours drive mm. to a country, and you're flying there. It doesn't make that much sense to be there three hours. I early. can't stand the feeling of thinking I'm late for a flight. I think that stems across all the things. Have like, you ever missed a flight? Never, never in my life. We had one situation uh, recently when we were in the US where they had to put on our bags uh, late. Yeah, and basically, I think it meant that uh, if we wouldn't get some of the compensation that you would normally get if your bags were lost because mm. they're like, hey, we're going to try and get them on the plane. We can get you on the plane, but there's no guarantee we can get you bags. What's the Jansen family like? Uh, always on time. They are? Yeah, but um, breeze side uh, late. So okay. I think that we've... I feel like I've adapted over time to, you know, especially creative... Like being in the creative industry, people are fucking flaky. They're all like yeah. a bit mental... So it's hard to tie people down. Whereas like, I think that that's a priority for me is to be on time and be someone who can be relied upon. Mm. I think the issue is that when you have that expectation of yourself, you then have that expectation of other people. Mm. How do you deal with late people or cancelers? Do you, if someone says, hey, I can't do, I'm going to cancel. Do you just have like an open book policy where it's like, oh, if I'm available then I can do the next time they suggest. Or is it a... Is if they keep cancelling on you or you know they're the cancelled type. Yeah, if they're the cancelled type and they're like... I think I've got one of my best mates, longest friend from primary school and he he's flaky. And I think he would know it. It's gross. And so, but what I, what I think is you almost need to... You can't expect them to do anything more for you. Yeah, it's the empathy. So that's the thing, right? It's this um, this balance of... We can have a standard for ourselves, yeah. but we don't have to expect that of others. Yeah. And I think having, for me, it's about scheduling out my time and putting in the calendar, these are the things that I'm doing. And that means that it's not about flexing to the, you don't have to be flexible with them, mm. but you also don't have to like go out of the way to make things difficult as well, where it's like, uh, well, I'm not, next time you say, I'm not going to say that yeah. I'm available. If, you, sort of game, if you're relying games. too heavily, like if you put too much weight on that, you, it's a it's dangerous just, person. Yeah. Like your friendship won't survive. Yeah. And so absolutely. that's my friendship with him. I've put that in place where I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. And I kind of make it a joke, but you're right. I don't actually bring it up a great deal. Yeah. Well, it's even friends. Like I think it's the, sometimes being a friend is realizing what that person's like mm. and adapting to that. So it's like that with text messages. I'm not necessarily that great on texts and I give people that same sort of leeway where it's like I'm not going to get upset if they don't text me back mm. or, you know. Um. I reckon you are. You, <laughs> I don't, I, I've never thought you're a late person, but I think that you can get a bit lax. Like it, yeah. it all kind of, it revolves, not revolves around you, but it's like, it ends up being... Whatever I'm prioritizing. Yeah. I'm not good. At, I think what that comes from is not being good at multitasking. Yeah, yeah. So if I'm focused on something, if I'm doing something, I'm in the... Like, so when I'm making a YouTube video, the ability for you to get in contact with me <laughs> is much lower. And you almost... Like, you'll text me going, hey, man, are you working on a YouTube video? Yeah. yeah. And it's because I've gone, like, radio silent because I'm, like, smashing it out. Uh, 
And I think that that can be a good quality to have, being able to compartmentalize. I'm trying to get to a point where I'm carving out time every day that I look at my phone and I do all the social media shit, mm. doing a shocking job of it at the moment. But I set them as recurring things in my calendar. So hopefully I get to a point where I'm only you know, checking my phone on the social media type of stuff once a day between these times. It's full on that we have to manage this. Like it, it, we have to create things in life to manage it because you yeah because well i think the thing is um there's a saying that if you um if you can't uh those things that uh can't be measured can't be managed mm, yeah, so yeah. uh there's you need to work out okay if, if it's always on and you're just checking it all the time then it's harder to um dial it in um is it the measurement i get it though it's basically um that's why i count like i'm loving having my calendar and even if I'm not doing it all right now it stays in my calendar so if I get a little bit better every day then that's that's something but these apps are being designed uh, a friend of mine Nick Hallam just did a, a medium post where he's uh, changing to a dumb phone next week what do you mean like uh, a so a Nokia like his old Nokia and the reason what? was because he got a, a message on Facebook saying hey you you've spoken to ex friend two days in a row keep the streak going by contacting them today and so what's his point he's like well fuck that because social like facebook all of this you know these platforms they're trying to make them stickier and they're trying to actually change the way that we think and the way that we communicate mm. uh and um if so we know his- anything we know that cre- you know this year for me it's about creative momentum one of these things you know doing this podcast is part of that and those habits become our life and what we do. And so spending lots of time on Facebook or making sure that you're messaging people back or having a Snapchat streak with someone is fucking shit. Yeah. And we, I don't think it's good for our brains. And so that's what he's saying. He's, he's needing to go cold turkey and yeah. remove... Because the only way that you're going to be able to take control over mm-hmm. these sort of... They're saying that they're creating new neurological uh, pathways by uh you know putting the notifications in a certain spot and getting us to do these you know checking for notifications you know Mm. what are the things what are the actions that you do constantly and that's why things like facebook would change where their marketplace button is because they know uh that was prime positioning that was where all the the message notifications were and they're like that's something people use all the time They've been using it that way for two years. Now, if we're trying to push a new feature, that is the prime positioning. So remember only a year ago when you had to press a different button to get to notifications. Mm. Um, it's, it would blow people's mind of the data that they're capturing, like heat spotting. Yeah. So like where your fingers are on the screen of the smartphone. Yeah, the heat maps and stuff, maps. being able to... Um, yeah, like it's... There's there's so much where this is going. Um, My thing with people who do that drastic, go to a oh, thirty two ten. Yeah, yeah. He, obviously it's he's hype. identified that it's he's like got a problem. Hype. Yeah, but it, I I mean I've done it too. It's the people who are. I remember seeing a profile pic that I put up would have been like twenty ten two thousand nine where I'm like taking a Facebook break, and it's like yeah people do it and all that sort of thing, but you end up coming back on the platform. I think real radical change is hard. He's saying that the it's reason not sustainable. It, no, 
And the other thing is he talks about the reason that brings him back is Facebook events. I can't relate because I don't fucking use Facebook events at all. I've never... I probably accept less than five events a year. People have just stopped inviting you to anything. Yeah, exactly. Mate. Well, I just don't respond. But the thing, <laughs> final note, I got a, um, a, a my Strava movie. So basically Strava. Strava is the the app to be able to track your um your runs and your cycling oh, and yeah. all that sort of thing. And it it spat out a um a movie for me. I thought that I I would just show you what the um what my movie looked like and you can just respond to it. Okay. So this So you posted this on your Instagram. I had no fucking idea. Yeah, it wasn't very clear. It got one fucking like. It wasn't a video. <laughs> uh, but this is the video. This is this actually made me laugh because this idea of they're gonna build you up and I'll put it put it in the show notes as well. Okay. But this this whole video is about like look at all the shit that all the sport that you've done this year. Press the play button. So it's like it's like yeah. your iPhone putting together a movie of your photos. Yeah, exactly. This is doing the same. Is this access to your exercise? Okay. All right, strava.com. My year in sport. <laughs> you don't do sport, Josh. <laughs> Days active. 23 in a year. <laughs> <clears throat> it's bringing up photos of bridge probably thinks they're walks you've been on yeah, November yeah. 11 what happened here average distance walked 4.217 k's longest activity 17.18 kilometers so it's tracking your movements yeah. trying this whole run thing again where did they pull that, that was, from that was a, a comment that I did within my um, Strava afternoon run wait until you see the hours I did it's going to be crazy you can play for one for one record. year of exercise total distance 128 k's 31 bike 42 something 52 walk total time 14 hours <laughs> for exercise i did 14 hours of exercise um, that video was actually more engaging than i thought that was yeah. a minute of my life it's amazing it's like real it pumps you up but i feel like an absolute idiot and it's like the equivalent of someone's done a reality show about you for a year and haven't told you it's like if someone all of a sudden said hey Tommy, uh, we've actually had a camera rigged up to your shower for a year and we've created the shower highlights reel. You'd act a bit differently in the shower. Yeah. So um, that's how I, that. feel. I feel a bit exposed. I didn't know they were making it. So this year I'm obviously going to run or... or I mean, it's a good value sell for them on top of... That's <laughs> no, great. I mean, they probably only send it to like premium. Like I'm a premium subscriber. Yeah, because you, you do so I much exercise. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining, mate. Uh, remember, you can um, uh, send us mail... P.O. Box 400, Abbotsford, Victoria, 3067. And we'll read any letters that we've got. Josh, Josh has got a fucking P.O. Box yeah. for some reason. Loves the subscription. Yeah. And we're doing this every weekday. It's about 30 minutes long. We've spoken longer today. It's going to hit 40 minutes. Oh, so God. sorry about that. All right. Episode three, done, dusted. The Daily Talk Show with Josh and Tommy. Thanks, guys. <laughs>